recognizing that the city of Spokane Valley issue a proclamation stating that our city is a Second Amendment sanctuary city. Today on Church and State, we're joined by Caleb Altmeyer of Helping Captives. Hello, Christian Patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Collier. With me, as always, Pastor Gabe Blomgren, once again, your favorite far-right shock jocks and the most schizophrenic show you listen to on a daily basis. The only podcast that's going to hit the most controversial subjects, faith and politics, but it's smack dab with Jesus as the referee right in the middle. All right, I need everybody to go to churchandstate.media. This is where you're going to be able to download this show. Um, You're going to want to hear this. You're going to want everybody really in the Spokane region to be hearing this because uh, Caleb is doing, I mean, he's been doing this for years, but he's been doing some incredible things as of late to free people from the sex trafficking industry. Uh, Also take advantage of all of our fine affiliates. Gabe, is there anyone you want to hit real quick? Yeah, Precious Metals Exchange, Beverly Hills. uh, You know, you think of like like Rio and all that stuff, like – this is not your same Beverly Hills that you're thinking of. This this individual, Andrew Sorcini, is going to get your safety because we know dollars right now, you can just go into any grocery store, see that your your buying power has depreciated. Things do, do not go as far as they have. But what you can do is just do what the Bible says. Get wise, get prudent. The, the, the foolish virgins spent all their oil. The wise ones kept some. Get some silver and gold. There's nothing wrong with with having faith in Jesus Christ. I think Christians do that. They just they they put all their 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 hope into you know what? Guess what? My Christian brother is going to take care of me. Well, what if you haven't prepared? Prepare for what's coming. One of the ways you can do it: solid, tangible assets. Please call these guys. You can, like we've said numerous times, your Roth IRA. You can convert it with no penalty. A lot of you think that you don't have any money to invest. You actually have more than you know. So give these guys a call: eight six six three four six five three two five. Call them up. Yeah, and make sure to use that promo code Church and State, and you'll be helping us. You can also donate directly to our page. Just hit that donate button, uh, whatever you see fit. That keeps us on the American Christian Network. And lastly, if you want to get a hold of us, Church and State seventeen seventy six at proton.me. As always, we love getting your emails. All right, I've got sitting next to me a guy that uh, I've been friends with for a number of years, and uh, just love him, uh, namely because he has the same name as me. Uh, you know, all Caleb's are good in my book. No. Okay. You're, you're just going to agree. No, okay. No. That's good. All right. Um, but, uh, helping captives, uh, for those of you who don't know, Spokane is, is a major center for sex trafficking in this, in the United States. Uh, there's a triangle there, uh, between Seattle and Portland and Caleb has had it on his heart for years now to rescue women out of this industry. So Caleb, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So you just recently, you, you stepped into it. People are like, wow, what is going on? Uh, you <laughs> took over a former strip, strip club, correct? Yeah, we now own the Deja Vu building. <laughs> I mean, what a wild thing. I was, I was telling you guys off camera, I've only been in this facility one time, and it was when I was in EMT. We got a guy that went down for a seizure there, and it's the only time I'd ever stepped foot in the building. It was disgusting. Really, really gross. Okay, but it still kind of was like you can see the video footage. You know, except the the exception is now instead of like the smell of baby powder and glitter, we had a bunch of guys in there. It was an all men's event. Caleb, I saw the invitation on, on Facebook and I, I was blown away. Uh, a couple of people were like putting this out there, and I did not know who was sponsoring. I looked at the details. 
I saw with Caleb Altmaier, and I was like, no way. And this has been going on in the background. You've been you've been hashing this out for quite a while. We're going to details of that. But I went down there with 200 other men. My son was down there. It was the weirdest thing to text my son, hey, I'll meet you at Deja Vu. <laughs> that was the weirdest thing. I sent him the address. We showed up. I took a picture. But like you can see, those of you who are online with us, it was packed in there. It, it, this actually doesn't do it justice because I have it on fisheye lens. It, this room was packed in the carpet, you know, still a little bit sketch. You can see some stains in the carpet, but I'm telling you what, like you guys had a day before knocked out one of the stages, which I want you to tell about the controversy and how you actually healed that. It was a place of healing, but you fit us all in here. You raised some money for, for it, and we're going to need to raise some more money. That's probably the main reason why we have you on. I'll just be honest, Are, are you I, saying, Gabe, that nobody wanted to be slain in the spirit on that carpet? Yeah, actually, Caleb, you're wrong. No, cause, that cause happened to a few happened. people, yeah. No, no, no. There was crying. There was people slain in the spirit. Oh, there was man. people, like, weeping on their knees on that carpet. So, yeah, yeah, there's actually more of a place of humility in the dirt. It's like Ezekiel rolling around on the ground. But t- tell us, like, a couple of days before, you had, with your son, and, uh, you know, one of, one of my good friends, who's a pastor of Victory Faith, you guys had gone in there and your dad, mm-hmm. and he's just, tell us there. Yeah, this is kind of what started all the controversy. So uh, my son, I named him Hezekiah. And the reason I named him Hezekiah is because, you know, I, I'm the Altmeyer that kind of walked away from Jesus for a season of my life until God came and spoke to me in a dream and called me into ministry. And one of the areas where I really was just, lacking was uh just sexual addiction playboy always you know that was just kind of my past that's what I was known for and so I wanted I I was like when we were having a a son I was like I I wanted to have a son that was not going to be afraid to you know be tear down high places in our community and the high places back in the bible if you read through the book of kings were where people came and worshiped sex and then they did child sacrifices and so i tie that into like america we still worship sex and we abort so many kids we still worship these things and i wanted my son to be able to to you know be somebody that would stand against that and be better than i than i was when i was in high school and um so it was cool for me to have my son go in there with me and my dad and my pastor and you know remove a high place in our community. And so I posted that and I said, Hey, you know, to my friends and family. And then somebody said, Hey, can you make this public? And I didn't, wasn't thinking. And I was like, sure, people, this is, you know, let's post it or whatever. Uh, I think I went to bed and I woke up and there's like 500 shares. Uh, it had kind of gone viral. <laughs> people were excited. Other people were irritated saying they're going to call CPS on me because my kid shouldn't be in the building. And like, wow. of course, you get the care and response. bomb threats and all sorts of weird stuff uh, uh, about the men's revival night. Um, and so, but you know, at the end of the day, what well, the reason was is because um, the women that used to work there, they, they took it as we were trying to smash them. They're not, they're not looking at it through the lens of maybe Christianity. They're not looking at it through the lens of which I am. I'm working, I've worked with 150 women that have been trafficked. And so most of their stories of clubs and all of the United States, they're not, you know, they didn't choose this life. And so I'm looking at like, Hey, I have an opportunity to make sure these women that we love know that we have their back. And so I'm like, yeah, let's go and take out this high place. And the women that work did choose that. This is what I, I learned through the process is, you know, their this sex work is can be dangerous. And so they actually 
felt like deja vu was a safe place for them. The new management, I can't say for the whole time that of the deja vu, but the late, the, the last person that was the manager, she actually had like anti-trafficking hotline numbers in there. She wanted to make sure that women were choosing this life and weren't, you know, wanting to be trafficked. And so they, they came because they thought we hated them because we right. thought that we were, they took it as we were trying to smash them. And so we were able to sit down and, and, uh, they, they showed up and they brought gifts, yeah, gifts the for the ladies. You, you were in there worshiping yeah. and you actually, there was women who showed up with signs mm-hmm. protesting the event. Mm-hmm. At first I was kind of scratching my head. Like, why yeah. do they think that we're not supporting them? Yeah. And of, of course you went out there, God intervened. Tell us, tell us, ended up, you know, you know, there's pictures of you yeah. actually, you know, everybody has smiles on their face. So, mm-hmm. but tell us how, how, what ended up happening? Yeah, they just kind of came up and we listened to them and we, and we just heard them out and we were able to share from our perspective. Um, there was a lot of tears, uh, a lot of praying with them and, you know, ultimately just realizing, Hey, we're, tra- we're here to help women that are, you know, not choosing the life that not choosing to, you know, they don't have a choice. They're forced into this and we want to have a, have be, it be a place of healing for them. And, uh, yeah, it was just a pretty healing moment. I definitely, I, we posted the full story on that on helping Caps's Facebook page. If you'd like to go check that out, but, um, we, yeah, it was just, it was an incredible night, man. And then like my friend back in the day that I used to sell pot with, he got saved that night, wow. 15 years of praying for this yeah, dude. You guys got saved. Actually, one of the, the kids that the pastor prayed for, he just fell over. He fell into my friend's chest. Wow. That used to sell, you know, and he's never been to church. And so that was really cool because a lot of these guys, they didn't, they're, what's awesome about this night was a lot of them felt more comfortable going to the strip club than they did feel honest, going very, to church. Like it was very like yeah. masculine energy. Uh, dude, that night I had to, I was doing my remodel on my house. So I came into my car hearts in like dirty clothes. My wife's like, aren't you going to change for church? I'm like, babe, this is all guys. Yeah. So this is the one time I could actually wear whatever I want. And it doesn't matter if I fit right in. It was great. Uh, Caleb in your suit, you would have been sticking out like a sore thumb. You would have, you've been sticking dude, these were all pretty much all bikers from your, your group. And then another couple of groups. What, what tell us you, you real quickly, you actually, I don't know how you have time for it. You're, you're so blessed to be able to just be a leader in this city. And I thank the Lord that God has redeemed you back, but you run a biker club as well. Well, yeah, I'm the founder of one. We have a president and a vice president and I'm definitely a part of it. Um, we, it's called bikers helping captives. And the whole idea is really to just educate the biker community on trafficking and ride, preach and pray for people. And, and we, we have a blast, you know, with my past, um, I, I, it's a good outlet for me to be around people that aren't always, you know, Christian, um, and just be able to be around some street guys, but be around other men that love Jesus. Um, and so, and get that little adrenaline dump on the motorcycle. So, Hey, I got um, a question for you on that fun. actually. Uh, so Gabe and I actually bought, uh, the motorcycle from dumb and dumber oh, yes. and we ride it together. Scooter. Uh, <laughs> could, Lord. could we join we your join? club? Like, would that be acceptable? <laughs> No, no, (laughs) (laughs) there's a certain CC that you need to have. Okay, Uh, That's great. You could come, you could come on a ride with us and be a hang around for a day. (laughs) Well, one of, one of the things is I just want to just be blunt with everybody who's watching. Like we, we need the church is great at, you know, during, during some type of event, uh, whether it's a pandemic or whether it's like some kids get hurt or something, we all send thoughts and prayers. Okay. This is not one of those times to send thoughts and prayers. This is this is when 
a brother. There's a scene in It's a Wonderful Life where he he's completely been screwed over by Potter. Potter has his money, and he has no way of he, – he's just thinking he's going to jail. But he comes home, and all of his friends step up, and they just dump out this overwhelming amount of money into George Bailey's home. I really feel like, Caleb, that should be the church's response. That should be our response. You know, I'm going to talk to Caleb off air, but I actually even think church and state should should make a donation into this because you sow where you go. And um, it, this this right here, we're, it's so symbolic of this building coming down, but it costs money. This is an expensive building in a prime place down in Spokane Valley. You know, you're, you're a former city council member. This is right in the middle of one of the most important districts in the Spokane Valley. And frankly, the Spokane City Council wants it gone. They don't ever want it to be a strip club again because it's an eyesore to the community. Absolutely. So, but can you just, how much do you need and yeah, that's a, so we, we were able to talk um, the guy down to about 900 grand for the building and the adjacent lot. And so we're keeping the adjacent lot because um, we might be able to rent that out. We might be able to put a coffee shop in there might be able to sell it. Um, and the goal of that lot would be to, you know, have a continual income to take care of the maintenance on the building as time goes on. Um, but yeah, 900 grand, uh, gets the job done and then we'll have to move into the remodeling and it's going to be a complete, we have to complete, a lot of work completely to gut it and completely change it. But we're excited about that. You know, we had a lot of Christians that called us and said, this, this just needs to be tore down. Right. And I was like, well, God didn't do that to me. You know, I was pretty broken and messed up internally and That's externally. And, you know, I got a chance. He came in and cleaned me out, gave me a new purpose, new calling. And that's what we're doing with this building. It's going to be known for something completely different now. It was awesome to see the men of God in our community come together and say, hey, we're going to dedicate this building to the Lord. It's not going to be known for objectifying women anymore. Instead, it's going to be known for healing women that have been abused and trafficked. And so we're really pumped about it. Let me just say something about that, because uh, as Gabe knows, I, I love history. I've uh, got my major in history. Uh, for those of you who don't know, this this building actually used to be a theater. Uh, wow. If you go back into Spokane Valley's history, this was a theater. This was a spot. Uh, it was a hub for people um, back when it was just farmlands to where they would go and they'd be able to see a play or something like that back when we had actually morality in our society. So I don't see it as you're taking over this building that uh, that was, you know, this this vice for so many men no you're reclaiming it back to a, a moral standard that we used to have yeah it was i think what, as we looked at it, it was a it was a family theater we've had a lot of older older people in our community call us crying thanking us that we're going to turn that back into something different that their memories were the theater and then in the 70s what happened is they turned the theater into an adult film theater and then all through the 70s and 80s, basically, that's what it was. And then in 89, April of 1989, which is when I was born, is when they switched it over to the strip club. So you can see how Lucifer, you know, whatever God of the underworld, whatever, I don't care. He, he sucks. He's used this. And now you're taking it back. Um, this yeah. To me, we've, we've been praying and praying and praying and praying and praying that God would open up, you know, new wells or cap old ones and, and release things. This is an answer to prayer. Those of you who have been praying for revival, this is a part of that revival. Sometimes we think of revival as, you know, we, we have debates about the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we think revival is just like shaking on the ground or whatever. And that did happen that night. But sometimes revival is just good old fashioned putting boots to the ground, 
by taking back the enemy's territory. I can only imagine someday when we're buying back Planned Parenthood at 123 East Indiana, when it's, when it's completely either illegal or not even popular, nobody does anymore, and the, and the city wants to get cleaned up. So this is huge. Yeah, we're, we're, we're excited about it. And to be honest with you, uh, somebody sent it to me one night. We had spent the last year trying to develop a new strategic plan because uh, when we started the ministry, it was more about outreach. It was more about trying to get the church out of their walls and into the community. And that's how we you know, ended up stumbling upon a lot of the trafficking stuff happening. So we opened up a safe house, and that was one part of our organization. It wasn't the whole thing. But what's happened over time is it's it's that part has grown and grown and grown and our attention kind of we felt like God was like, hey, I'm in this. And so uh, the last year we started developing a plan of like, how do we become the best anti-trafficking organization in the Northwest? And so and that's our goal. That's our mission. And so we were looking at it and we said, you know, we talked to community leaders and everything and everyone said we need better uh, emergency stabilization care. So we started looking for places to pull that off. And then somebody sent me this building and I'm thinking, yeah, hard pass. Like, I'm just honestly, like, I was like, that's a lot of work. I'm not really, you know, we have a a different place in mind. And then I couldn't sleep that night. And I just, everything switched when I was in my prayer time. And I realized, I'm like, God, are you in this? Like, is this what you want to do? Is this the narrative you want? Do you want to, do you want people to know that, you know, you got a different plan for this building. Cause if you do, I'm in. So I called the realtor. It was under contract. And I just said, Hey, if it falls through, just let me know. And, uh, that's what happened. He called me. Uh, and weirdly enough, right around that time, the city of Spokane Valley had allotted a million dollars to fight human trafficking. And I'm thinking, man, this is a great opportunity. We have this project coming up. We're in the Valley. We're the only entity with a Valley, uh, business license. Um, and they seem very passionate to try and help stop human trafficking. Um, but unfortunately, the money that was allotted through that grant had some strings attached to it, like 15-year um, uh, thing against our deed, restriction on the deed. Um, and I'm like, I don't, I don't want the government telling me how to right. help women that are coming out of abuse. Um, you know, like once you guys figure out how to fix a pothole, then you can call me, (laughs) Um, you know, I, I, but it was, you know, it was cool to see the city council rise up though. and want to be a part of it. Um, but we ended up having to go in and turn it down because that was one of the things. And the second part was, was the big one was if we did take any of the money, we couldn't do any religious services. And so So that's the thing. Yeah. No Jesus. It had all be secular and it just was, that's just not what our mission is. And also we help a lot of women coming out of satanic ritual abuse. There's a lot of trafficking in in, in, in that world. And so a lot of these women find us because of the fact that we love Jesus and they want a religious place to go and get help. And so we're not going to turn to where we were just unwilling to take that out of our programming because um, there's just no money that anybody could give me to take Jesus out of it. What you just said with, uh, you said you wanted to be the best human trafficking organization out there, right? Anti-human or anti-human. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely Ooh, want the yeah. anti uh, That's a horrible slip. Uh, but it's the fact that you have Jesus at the center that's going to make you the best, right? And so removing him removes your success. And I, and I no wish question. that people could understand that, that all these different organizations, it's not unique to your own, but a lot of times uh, the government, secularists will come in, uh, come inside. They'll, they'll want to do it because they see the good works, but they'll always have that stipulation. Yeah. You got to remove the, the Jesus element from it. Yeah. That's why it's successful. And I so applaud you 
and your organization for saying, you know, that's, that's a lot of money, million dollars, here it is, but just remove Jesus. And you say, no. Yeah. And I would hope everyone would say no to that kind of a, a bribe, to be quite honest. Yeah. So that's, yeah, we're, we're in it, man. We're in the fight. Um, this is where God's got us. Uh, we're in the fight to help women that have been abused and trafficked and, you know, this building, this is not just a story of redemption on a building. though. Right. This is a story of redemption for our community. This is a story of redemption for so many men. I've had so many guys. Actually, we have a $100,000 match. The person that gave us the $100,000 match gave it to me because he used to frequent the club. And this is part of, he said, this is part of my testimony. We're not here to hate on dancers. We're not here to hate on guys that went to the club. I wasn't always a Christian. Good Lord. You know, like... But we're here to we're here to help people that are forced into the sex trade, and we're here to be a light to our community. And God's just doing what He's doing, and we're just trying to follow His lead. You know, I didn't shut the club down; He did. Yeah, the club was already shut down months ago. He just wants us to use it for His glory. And so, you know, for the next six months, I don't think we're gonna tear tear the whole thing out. I think we're just going to maybe possibly tear out the middle wall and do a bunch of church worship services in there and yeah. see how many people come we on. can get saved for the next six That's months. Good. Because there's a lot of people that will come to that club that might not come to church. And I want to, I want to use it uh, as, as much as we possibly can to, to reach our city. You know what I'm excited for? Uh, just real quick. Sorry. And then you can go, um, you know, sometimes Google maps is kind of slow. Right. And so there are going to be people that are going to like search, yeah. you know, like a strip club and, and deja vu will still be on there and they'll come there and, and they'll meet Jesus right there instead of a dancer. You can still tag when your location and it will come up as, you know, that, that needs to be changed. But yeah, there's a lot of things that we need to do. It's just, this has been a media blast. And so, you know, I, and I hope it gets out, but I hope the narrative, the narrative is not, you know, we, we don't like dancers. It's the narrative is, Men in Spokane came together and decided to take something that was objectifying women and, and declared the building's gods. Right. And we're going to now use the building to heal women instead of objectify them. And I think that needs to be the narrative and that needs to be um, shouted from the rooftops because I'm very proud right. of the men in our community that are willing to come and repent and come say, you know, it's a new day to fall on their face and ask God for forgiveness and say, I want to be part of a new narrative and I want to be a part of healing and protecting women in my community, yeah. not objectifying them. Talk about the process. Like you were telling me on the phone that this place, it allows you, it allows you to be able to jump, uh, and go into like healing people, but not everybody's ready to just come into a home. Like that's yeah. people think that they, Hey, there's a little, little old lady with a knitted blanket and some tea and you just come into the home. Yeah. So, no, that's a hundred percent true. So we, that's not how it's, this is going to be an amazing opportunity for us because one, it's on a bus line. Everybody that we work with knows where the location is. Um, it's a very secure building. Uh, it's going to be our headquarters and office, and then also a place for counseling and case management and support group. There's, we're going to be able to do outpatient for women that have jobs, but still need a community support and it, it'll be a good drop-off location if we find somebody that is trafficked um, and that we can help them before we move them to our safe houses. Yeah, uh, I know you've got to run. Uh, Gabe and I will continue on for just a little bit, but I, I just so appreciate your time here, Caleb. Helpingcaptives.org. There's a donate button right on the page. He needs support. And if you are a Christian, if you love this country, 
this is the kind of organization that you need to support. So, Caleb, I know you got to run out of here. You can just kind of unplug and get out. Um, but yeah, uh, you guys. yeah I appreciate. Yeah, your I, time. I hate to run, but I've got the crazy, yeah, crazy he's, phone he's call got with serious uh, podcasts to get to. He's this is probably <laughs> one of about a dozen he's going to do this week. Yeah, yeah, and I've got uh, the guy that I'm talking to that's calling me. He was a captain in the Colombo crime family. Wow, wow, and he's now a Christian. Wow, and so he's uh, he's got daughters and he hates trafficking and thank you jesus i'm excited to i'm gonna i'm gonna jesus name see if he'll come up thank you god that your your hand is upon his ministry thank you god that you you're taking lord jesus our our sin our wounds from the past and using them for your glory in jesus name bless him bless bless the women amen amen Amen. thanks fellas hey thank you caleb appreciate your time try to get you out of here uh and, and you know usually we don't do something like that on church of state but we wanted to get caleb on here he's a busy guy he's been doing a lot so i love what he's doing i want to reiterate once again that helpingcaptives.org, gabe um i know you've got a heart for this i know i've got a heart for this this is a massive problem within uh within spokane what are you pointing at over there donate now that, like we only have a minute left but just highlight that a lot of you you know you're 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 thinking of ways that you can be, you know, affecting the bottom line in, in your city, whether you're from, you know, far away or you're, you're local. This right here is one of the most physical ways you can act out your Christianity. I love how James says, hey, you can, you can show me your faith. Well, I can show you my works. And I say the same thing to you. A lot of you uh, are like Caleb and me, and you're looking for ways to actually finish the race. And Jesus said, he's going to say to you someday, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And, and it's not about your thoughts and uh, your prayers. It's going to be about actions. And this is one of the ways you can help. So I would say every family please participate. Go to that right now. Just like Caleb said, go to the actual place. Donate now. It's super easy. Um, my family, we, you know, we, we donated to it. And I just want to encourage every other family to do it as well. Especially, you know what? If you have the effects of porn, whether it's your kids, yourself, or somebody that you know or love in your home, how about you sow into righteousness? Because you know you want it. Sow into it by making a stand against it physically with your finances. That is so good. And, and let me just say this as well. And I, and I am by no means attacking when I'm saying this, okay? Because Caleb alluded to it. There are some Christians out there that are saying, you know, this is wrong. Okay, this building this needs to be torn down. You can't reclaim this kind of a building. Okay, you need to understand Caleb Altmeyer's heart here. The man is on a mission. He has been called by God specifically for this mission. And so before you throw stones at somebody who is taking over a deja vu and turning it into a center to help those who are being sex trafficked, just ask yourself, what am I doing? Am I as involved in this as he is? Am I just sitting comfortably in my home and going to church on Sundays, but then seeing a Christian man actually taking action and just complaining and bad mouthing. And I'm I mean it. I'm not attacking you at all when I'm saying that statement. I'm just asking you to self-reflect and to consider that you know what? Maybe maybe because Caleb couldn't sleep that night, maybe because God told him this is my plan for you and Caleb was bold enough to follow God on this, maybe he's on the right path and maybe you need to stop uh, yeah. I don't know. Bad this, mouthing. This is not over. We're going to follow this story. We're going to make sure he gets to the finish line and has the funding to do so. So please, uh, the next time we bring it up, hey, keep sharing this. Share this with all your friends. Share this story. Um, and, and please get people involved.
Amen. Church of State is sponsored in part by Patriot Church and the Constitution Party. I'm Pastor Gabe, and a calm does not suit me. I'm Caleb Collier. I was born for a storm. Welcome to the fire. The doctor that I recommend for all of your needs is the underground clinic doctor, Dr. Troy Spurl. Because Dr. Troy is the best doctor, bar none. This is the great thing about officialsignups.com is it's in all 50 states. You don't have to be in in Michigan or Minnesota. You can be in Hawaii, you can be in Florida, and you can find a doctor that you can trust. If you are still wearing a mask, if you have rolled up your sleeve and gotten all the jabs and all the boosters, then official signups is not for you. You want to go find one of those big pharma doctors that'll give you all the prescriptions you want and you can live a very sickly life well if you're looking for a, a doctor for yourself or maybe even a doctor for your family or a doctor who's not going to push vaccines on you you want to go to officialsynapse.com you for sure need to mention church and state when you go to officialsynapse.com to take part in all the savings all the great deals for you and your family with the rise of the BRICS nations uh you've got a lot of nations that are gathering together and they're all doing a gold-backed currency the United States is not, and uh, the petrodollar is starting to fail. And my suggestion to all of you would be to get behind gold and silver because that is the currency that is always going to have value. I might not be a gold or silver guru, but I want to have something tangible in my hands at the end of the day. So I would definitely recommend every one of you go to BH dash pm.com all you got to do is look around and see that the price of of everything is increasing gold and silver is on the rise it's being artificially suppressed you want to schedule a consultation right now so that your families don't end up in the bread line and you're saying please sir can i have some more stop waiting what are you waiting for four years from now prices are going to be absolutely astronomical go to bh dash pm.com get a consultation now you definitely want to mention church and state it will get you the best prices it will get you the best consultation advice use church and state when you go to bh-pm.com mypillow.com has got more than just pillows you've got your slippers your bathrobes you have towels that actually dry you off not the kind you buy at walmart where it's just kind of a slick mess uh, they have got some of the best products out there the sheets are uh, absolutely incredible i think it's a thousand count it's it's the best products you can buy and the pillows even have silencer technology in it and so if, if you need a day where you're just going to scream into your pillow don't worry your neighbors won't hear you why would you want to go to bed bath beyond first of all they're out of business you want to go support an american-made product go to mypillow.com and then you're also supporting one of the nation's most, I would say, Jesus-filled and a company that is completely, completely built on the gospel of Jesus Christ. So you're getting a two-for-one there. You know you've wanted good night's sleep for years. You, you're, you're, you're tossing, you're turning. Just go now. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code Church and State. C-H-U-R-C-H-A-N-D-S-T-A-T-E. That's church and state. You do not want to eat synthetic meat. If you if you can grow a meat in a lab, if, if you want to go ahead and have Soylent Green on the table, feel free to eat this garbage that Target's trying to throw out. But if you want actual meat that's been freeze-dried, it's been then processed by actual human beings, go to griddownchowdown.com. Look, the World Economic Forum has declared a war on red meat. They hate the cows, they hate the cow farts. There is supply chain issues, and uh, for me, you can pry my steak from my cold, dead hands. If you want a meat that's gonna last freeze-dried 10 years or more, 
this is the product you want. I want all of you to go to griddownchowdown.com. Use the promo code Church and State. These are fantastic freeze-dried raw beef. The blood is still in it. You just rehydrate it and add it to your favorite meal, and you are ready to go. And remember, the Holy Word of God tells us, for one person has faith to eat all things, while another who is weak eats only vegetables. That's Romans 14, 2. This was sacred to God. Now is the time to act. This is exactly why I need some action for my people. Hello, everybody. It's an honor to be with you. 